order up? Who order what? What you got, friend? Another dope episode of Bacon, Eggs, and Trees. Cheese? Nah, trees. So, hey guys, it's your girl Nikki with my lovely podcast members. Courtney here. Tave, as always. Alright, ladies, so let's dig in. Oh, you want me to start talking about it? Oh, okay. Um, okay. So, alright. Boom. Okay. So, tonight, I'm making a grilled chicken sandwich with homemade sweet potato fries. Um, there's this restaurant I used to go to with my old co-workers all the time. And I did the same thing every time I go there. So, I'm just recreating it, you know. Can't wait to eat. It's a marinade mm-hmm. as we speak. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know what the hell I'm be eating. What about you, Tave? Um, I ordered a taco bowl from Jalapeno Fresh. Okay. It's steak, and I was like, "Ooh, I'm only gonna eat half of it," but I ate like ninety percent. <laughs> so, so all of it. <laughs> Honestly, Pretty I don't much. even know why I saved that little piece in there. <laughs> Think so you can be mad later. Yeah, I'm probably going to end up cooking. Like, last night, I made a, um, like, I had, po- not potatoes, I had tomatoes and chicken. Mm-hmm. Um, like, stewed tomatoes and chicken. And mm. then I put boiled egg with that and rice. And then I was like, ooh, an avocado sounds delicious with this. <laughs> <sighs> okay. It was mixy up, but it was good. I'm about, I'm about to say, to say. eggs. <laughs> The eggs is what kind of, and the avocado, I think that's what. Yeah. And I'm trying to get some mumbo sauce when we come up there. You Did you get my text? Yeah, I don't know. I Every time I come up here, I try to give y'all mumbo sauce. And y'all just like, nah. Nah, I Googled the shit, and now mm. I want some. Well, you sure? Because we don't, we don't turn down food. I, I always have this. mumbo sauce in my refrigerator, so. Oh. Maybe because you threw us off when you ain't had no ketchup. Well, I can't. Put I said it on you can put some mumbo sauce. But I was expecting ketchup, so when you offered that mumbo sauce, that was the wrong time, cause it's not equivalent to ketchup. But the hype is real. You put it on chicken, anything, fried rice, rice. Listen, anything. Yeah, so I want to try. Put it on your fingers and lick it off if you want to. Oh my mm-hmm. word! This shit is. I'm telling you, it's really good. <laughs> um, I was actually. Oh, okay, no. <laughs> I love food, but not like that. Um, I was oh. thinking maybe we can rework the picnic menu for when you guys come up here, and then we could just get Chinese food with mambo sauce. That's cool. I and then my chicken. Yeah, you were talking about the uh, Ethiopian food, but I don't know. Is that too much? Um, um no. <sighs> <laughs> well, the court has spoken. <laughs> Chinese and Ethiopian. Oh Lord, girl, you're gonna be for like three days. I don't know. I was telling my cousin about. I was asking her and her husband for references for Ethiopian restaurant because they do like the food as well. Um, and they said that you guys might not like it. Oh, they must be no me then. Cause you, you, your palate gotta be like it may look a little weird, but. 
it tastes all right, I guess. Like, it's like African, well, Ethiopian is in Africa, but it's like Nigerian food. Like, I was like, ooh, it smelled kind of funny. But then I ate it, I was like, oh, okay, it tastes good. But then me mentally, I can't get past the smell and how it looked. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm a visual person. Yeah, and they don't they don't use utensils in Ethiopian restaurants. It's like they, they give no- you the bread. I mean, they, they if you ask for it, they'll give it to you, but you typically eat with the bread. It's like a, a really thin piece of dough bread. And you use that to get the food. It's communal. Like, it's not like you get, I'm going to get something, and then you're going to get something, and then you're going to get something. Everybody that same bowl. Yeah, type, that type of thing. But, you know, it's like, it's rules. Not It's like unspoken rules. You only eat what's in front of your body. You don't reach on across your the side. Thing. Girl, let me tell yeah. you, I learned that on good times, okay? Remember? Yeah, you know. Delma was about to marry eBay the African prince. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. And we're back. So we're gonna uh, jump into our catch up. So what have you ladies been up to? I just got back from Richmond yesterday. I was down there for like two days, three days, two days, I think. Doing my sister's hair. One of her friends passed, so we went there and did some braids and spent some time with her and her grandma and ate some really ghetto ass food, but. <laughs> I ate out the gas station. I ate chicken livers and gifts out of a gas station. But y'all, were they good? Just was bussing. Okay. Okay. Angel made some good ass gizzards. That's all that matters. If it was good and the gas station, you know, look clean, then you alright. It ain't look clean. (laughs) (laughs) I do a little going blessing over the food. Like the the outside, I was just like, y'all be eating out of here. But honestly, those gas stations have yeah have the best food. Yeah, in the back, it was it was like black people back there serving the food. I was just like, I hope, you know, they got good practices from home. You know what (laughs) I'm saying? And then it was like the Hispanic people were at the the registers. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It was jumping. It was a line through the store outside the door. Once we got in there, we was in there already, and people were still coming because it was lunchtime. And oh, well, a hospital and a construction site is across the street, so they was busting them down. Okay. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the gas station food in Richmond. I don't know the name, but it's an Exxon. It's an Exxon. That kind of remind me of the gas station, um, Zandra on Broad River Road. It's like you go down. That's like a, that row of apartments where you go like, over to get those um, hot dogs. Down. Yes, some mm-hmm. hot dogs be busting. So yeah, I ain't been there in a minute. I need to hit that up but um what have i been up to i've really been lately i just been on some fuck my job type shit lately um yeah that's pretty much it like i'm grateful i am but i'm kind of at a point in my life where it's like is this what i want to do it'd be like that though like i know i'm making ends meet i'm grateful like lord knows i'm grateful for my job but yeah, these people work my damn nerves. Pretty much. <laughs> Does pretty it affect much. your mental health? Um. Or do you think it's playing a toll on your mental health? I don't think so, cause what really keeps me going is speaking to like the foster parents and people wanting to be foster parents and engaging with them. So that kind of really gives me a good pick me up for that day. So I feel like I'm where I need to be but not in the right department I feel like I need to be out in the field hmm. like okay. that's how that's kind of where I feel like 
Because I really like talking to the parents. Look at my That's friend. Good. I am making a difference. <laughs> 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 and I'm just steady putting bitches on hold. <laughs> Did your job affect your mental health, then? Hell no, because I don't let it. <laughs> That's why okay. the ass going hold. I mean, it can be, but no, baby. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. I think it's just the aggravation of it. Like, just yeah, it's just the, the y'all aggravation. Y'all getting on my nerves. <laughs> they calling that. I was on the phone with Courtney and this lady called him. And I was like, hold on, friend. And then she called <laughs> in. She ain't had no policy number. She got a letter from 2000. Lady, do you not know what year it is? If you don't throw that shit in the trash and get off my line. I was girl. waiting for you to say some numbers after the 2000. I'm like, 2000 and... No, ma'am, just 2000. <laughs> like... Damn. Lady, I wasn't even working here in 2000. Get off the phone. That damn paper is yellow. Why are you back there? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that damn no, old. Girl. I'll probably falling there. apart. Yeah. I don't let them people stress me out. They go on hold. Me and hold. Hold is my meditation. Mm-hmm. So. Yes, child. Mm. Um, <laughs> so, we're going to move on to our Bay of the Week. And... <clears throat> Excuse me. This week, um, I actually know the Bay. Um, she's actually my cousin. Her name is Stephanie Hall, and she's the founder of Estelle Colored Glass. Um, and she sells uh wine glasses and um, what are they called? Cake stands, but they're colored. Um, they're from Poland, and she was actually featured uh, on Beyonce's website for the Black Parade, which showcases Black-owned small businesses. She's also featured on uh, Black-owned Everything, um, which was uh, put together by Beyonce's fashion designer, and she's also the founder of Ruth's House, which is a um event planning service and wedding flowers for rent so and the reason i shouted her out was because she's my cousin she stays in somerville and i knew about the i knew about uh, ruth's house and but i had no idea about wedding flowers for rent or the estelle colored glass and her inspiration behind it was my great-grandmother who collected colored glass so she came up with the idea hey why don't i kind of do the same thing you know and the glasses they are really fucking pretty they They are are very pretty but um i just wanted to shout her out because on her profile she was a lawyer she used to live in maryland and um she describes herself as a serial entrepreneur which she is and her business the still colored glass is doing really well she has over sixty-six thousand followers on instagram and i'm like well damn what the fuck is going on i didn't even know she had this business i just followed her on instagram and she has, you know, her business is listed. And I'm like, well, ain't this something? And then I found out on, wasn't it Father's Day? Yeah, on Father's Day that she was featured um, on Beyonce's website for the Black Parade. So shout okay. out to my cousin and all the other entrepreneurs in the world, black-owned business owners out here, you know, just doing it. And they have some really nice stuff. If you don't follow that page on Instagram, you should. It's black.ownedeverything. And those the sites the businesses that they're promoting they have some really really nice stuff y'all so be sure to check it out and if you need some wine glasses you know head on over to a still color glass and get you some glasses okay 
I'm gonna hit you up, girl, because you know I like my wine. <laughs> you know I like my colors. jump into our hot topic um so catching up this past week um did you guys watch the BET awards nope I watched it in and out I think I was on the phone with you you were for some (laughs) of it yeah I was like in here but I wasn't like watching all of it um it was definitely different because of corona but overall I'm not too mad at it I mean you can only get but so good quality from people inside their houses that's not in a studio with soundproof walls and everything. Mm-hmm. So, I think it was a good effort. Some of the performances were really good. Mm-hmm. I heard bits and pieces about it. Um, D Smoke, I heard he did good. Um, Lizzo winning, I heard some of the categories were a little bit mediocre. Um, yeah, I honestly forgot about it. <laughs> I didn't know it was coming on until like the day of, and I still didn't watch it. But yeah, you know. Yeah, the um performances I thought they were really good because usually on the award show they only get to perform for like a very short time uh, amount of time, and I feel like this time they actually recorded videos, so everybody' performance to me was kind of like spot on because I'm I'm pretty sure they were pre-recorded. Like Megan actually, um, it was pretty much it looked like a regular video to me. Um, the baby, like you mentioned, D Smoke. <sighs> anyway, um, <laughs> Girl, calm who else performance did I see? Um, oh man, now I can't remember. But the performances to me, they were good because they were pre recorded. And unlike, you know, a live show, you fuck up, you know, you can't go back and fix it. It's just messed up. But this, I think they had more time to prepare for it and they could actually be really creative as to how they wanted their videos to look because, you know, they weren't just on a stage. They were performing wherever they, you know, felt like Megan had her thing like outside in like a desert situation type scene. So it was pretty dope. Um, Amanda Seals hosted this year. Um, no shade because I'm rooting for everybody black, but, um, yeah, she's just not as funny as I think she is. Not taking anything away from her, because she may actually be funny, but some of the jokes that were made, I just wasn't, like, laughing. I just didn't think they were funny. Um, But, you know, her outfits and everything, it was very BET-ish. You know, they change every, like, three minutes. Um, I agree, I told Tave, some of those categories, I was just like, well, what the hell is that? Those people should not be in the category together, but... Yeah, the categories. I think they really need to being in this BET. I think they need to really focus on the category name. Like, what are what are the artists in this category? Do they apply to this title? Because mm-hmm. sometimes I think they just group people together in this a situation that was posted in the Facebook group with Lizzo winning, and I think that was based off of streams. But I'm just like, it was R and B. She's not an R and B artist. She's a pop artist. Mm-hmm. number one and that can be debatable like okay because she's black do BET just put everybody black in their awards because they're black and just like since you're not going to be honored in you know the academy or whatever the hell else they got going on out there let's just put you in here but if you're going to do that you need to make a category for the people that you're bringing yeah, to BET a pop category. yeah mm-hmm. like 
black pop. There we go. She don't got to yeah. be R&B. Tyler, the creator, pointed this out with the Grammys or whatever because he won a rap album. And he's been, he was like, they put me with rap because I'm black. I don't make rap music. Anybody that listen to rap will agree that I don't make rap music. Mm. But they gave him best rap album because he's black. It's like we're doing the same thing for BET and I think we should move past that because that's not, it's not accurate. Mm-hmm. No. So pop doesn't seem to be a black thing, even though we have black pop artists, but we need he to put pop. them in a category <laughs> by, yeah, we need to put them in a category by themselves because the category was R&B slash pop. And um, one of the responses that we got from someone out of the group, she stated that Lizzo started out as R&B. She said, nobody comes into the music industry as a pop artist. You transition to pop um when you're looking for a new sound and the same thing happened with Beyonce Beyonce started as R&B and then she transitioned over to pop I get that that's cool but when you have people in there like uh LMA Janae Aiko her and Summer Walker who have not transitioned yet then the the odds are stacked against them because that's the sound of music that they don't have yet so therefore they should not be put in a category together so if you're gonna do R&B do simply R&B. If you're going to do pop, do pop. I get it that Beyonce and Lizzo may have R&B songs, but as of right now, their mainstream of music is pop. So put them in a category for pop, not mixing the both, because then you will have artists, even like Ari Lennox. Ari Lennox wasn't even nominated. Homegirl is the shit, but you doing stuff like that, she'll never be in the category or she'll never win because... I mean, Ari Lennox, Beyonce, you get what I'm saying? If you're going right. for stream and music and the amount of fans that they have is just not fair to me. So that was my only issue with it. BT next year, you know, well, hopefully Corona is long gone next year. And we'll be back in the studio. I think they do that at the Staples Center or whatever. But let's try to work on those categories because, yeah. Y'all looking a little, what's they say? Wibbity wobbity? Yes, wibbity wobbity. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm honestly need for her not to transition to pop. Yeah, That's like R&B. She is too good. authentic of an artist too. Mm-hmm. She just needs to stay in R and B. Like mm-hmm. she is fine where she's at. And I I'm, think once they transition to pop, they kind of lose uh, that authenticity. Like they, because they, now you got to keep anybody. up with the sound, right? It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's kind of hit or miss. I'm not in the music industry, but I think everybody transitions to pop. In some some way or shape or form. Yeah, because even Jay-Z got songs with Britney Spears. I don't know about Britney Spears, but he got songs with people that literally are the farthest thing from from hip-hop and rap. Mm -hmm. Um, Beyonce, Rihanna, like literally you start off in one genre and then you morph your way into another genre, but I think it all ends up becoming pop. Even Megan now, she's a rapper, but... Uh, I don't think she's going to be a rapper next year. I think she's going to be a pop artist next year. Uh, Cardi B. Another one. She was a rapper, and then she made songs with... Like, I Like It, whatever that song is, Mm -hmm. that's considered pop. And I'm like, but it also can be considered like Latinx or whatever you call Mm -hmm. it. It's like blurry line. I think, with especially with black artists, it's easier for them to switch over to pop because our culture is so like diverse and is wanted in every other space that's why nelly got a song with tim mcgraw 
Mm-hmm. It's like something about us. They need a little sprinkle, you know what I'm saying, to get shit rolling and pop. And we're like we just we just salt a pop like popcorn without salt is tasteless. <laughs> but I still think we need to work on like maintaining our categories like R and B and hip hop and rap. Like we still need to maintain our stuff. Like, yeah, that's BT's job fully. at this point because they're our only like they're our own. There's the only black entertainment. Yeah, or centric. I don't know. Oh, TV. We need somebody with some old culture to be running that station. I'm just, just somebody. With, I'm not no shade of Deborah, but um, Deborah ain't even think no more. Oh, she ain't. Mm-mm. So that's how you know I don't keep up with the times. I, just... I don't either. I think it was like <laughs> last year, the year before last. Somebody posted a picture. Of somebody I was like, "Who the hell is that?" Deborah was. She was still there, Let but she's not. This. Um, I'm like, girl, she went natural and was just like, girl, listen, I cut my hair and I cut it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, speaking of black, um, keeping everything black. Well, not everything, but Netflix, you know, they put out this list where they have new black and on Netflix. And, um, yesterday, July 1st, they had a list of movies with black leads that they added. And they had my favorite on their double platinum with uh, Brandy and Diana Ross. They also had I Am Not Your Negro. They added This Christmas. And a list of other movies that I have not seen, but I plan to like check some of them out just to see what they're about. And Netflix has also decided to invest $1 million uh, into black banks, which I think is really awesome. So okay, Netflix. Yeah, shout out to Netflix for that. Um, because I've seen several articles where just black businesses in general have they've seen an increase in business because of everything that's going on um in the world with police brutality and social injustice so we're starting to support our own more which is good which is you know we should have always you know been doing this but um change is good so Shout out to Netflix, you know, for wanting to uh, invest into black banks. And I like the fact that they do this now where they just release, you know, new movies and shows um, featuring black leads. So kudos to you guys. The Umbrella Academy releases on July 31st. And I got excited because I was like, oh, they all came out July 1st. And then I got mad because I'm like, no. Yeah, it's actually a really good show. It's giving me like I'm not an Avengers or Marvel DC type of person, but it's not so like out of touch with reality that you don't mm-hmm. fall that you that you can't get into it because it has like a lot of like backstory on their lives. Mm-hmm. It's not just like oh I got superpowers what. And then they all is I'm not gonna spoil it, but it's really good. Okay. Okay. All right. And moving on to um being black. Um, we still have protests continuing across the states, across the uh, across the country, um, where we're trying to get justice for um still people like George Floyd, um, Breonna Taylor, Elijah, I can't think of his last name. McLean, I think. McLean, yep, there you go. Um, And the protests are continuing. Like I said, 
shout out to everybody that's still keeping up with the fight like some people i think have been out there since day one and they've been back every day since or they've been back multiple times um i only went to two but you know whether you went to one or a thousand shout out to you um and with the protests we've also seen some positive changes um like the cops from george floyd's uh murder they were arrested um the cop from the wendy shooting um what's his name mm-hmm. nobody remembers i'm telling you all this is stressful with so many people um oh, i feel like it's rashad i can't remember but the cop from that incident um he was fired now he was arrested but then he got out on bond but he he's fired so we still need to work on that um Brianna Taylor's uh the cop that shot her he was fired but he still I mean he he wasn't arrested so we need to get him arrested so you mm-hmm. see little changes happening huh saying convicted yes correct correct not just arrested we need them convicted we need some convictions we need some serious time you know served for these murders not just no six months probation or nothing like that we need some years um you see statues coming down across you know um the country in different states they're removing statues of confederate soldiers and i know you see sometimes it's us removing the statues but you actually have some cities who are actually properly removing them like they're taking them down because they just realize it's not right these people shouldn't be honored shouldn't be a statue of them so the protest it's a long fight we still have a long way to go but we are seeing some changes being made little things are being done so we just got to keep fighting um anything you guys want to add to that um in reference to what you said earlier um there was a guy he's he was unemployed throughout all of this thing and he was like he has been working with every single day he's been working. He hasn't been like clocking in, but he's been like either organizing protests, helping other people find protests to go mm-hmm. to, mm-hmm. Um, making signs, like advocating online as well. Um, so he's been busy doing that like this whole time. Also yesterday when I was in Richmond, the Stonewall Jackson, the infamous picture, like it's like a man on a horse and it's like this, they spray painted the whole bottom of the shit. Mm-hmm. They actually removed that yesterday when I was in Richmond. Oh wow! Okay. They were taking that shit down, and my sister like earlier yesterday morning. She was like, "You want to go down there and take pictures?" I was like, "Nah, I wasn't really like, prepared to take pictures." Number one, and I'm just like, <laughs> "Oh, cool. Good thing I didn't, because it's gonna be some, like, no, it's gone anyway." So. But yeah, I saw a picture of the actual statue. Um, someone had took like a project a projector screen, and they had Harriet Tubman's uh, face over it at night. It was really cool. Okay. I was gonna say cute, but cute is not the word for that. It was cool to see. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we're seeing some changes. Um, I think we are fed up and you can't really ignore us now because we're louder than ever and we're not taking any more shit so get in line do what you're supposed to do and there will be peace even on a local level like that girl who was um got assaulted by that liquor store owner over on harden street he was arrested in charge so Mm -hmm. 
We are getting these motherfuckers off the street. Let's keep the momentum going. Mm-hmm. Yep. Getting them off the street and we're stopping their income. So mm-hmm. let's keep that up. Um, moving on, speaking of protests, we see a rise in COVID-19 numbers and a lot of states have made it, uh, well, a lot of cities have made it, well, even state, I think Texas, um, they've made it mandatory for people to wear masks in public. Now, why you would want to go outside during this time with no mask on is beyond me. And this is why I bring up the good old state of Florida. Um, I'm pretty sure a lot of you seen it where they had a town meeting, a city council meeting, whatever. They had a meeting. And the people were telling their reasons or stating their reasons as to why they didn't want to wear a mask. And one woman got up there and said she don't wear masks for the same reason she don't wear panties because things have to breathe. Lady, don't nobody give a damn about your rank ass coochie, okay? <laughs> Lady. This is something completely different. You putting that mask on and you not having on no drawers is completely different. You can breathe with your mask on. The same way your vagina can breathe if you got on panties. You wear the right kind of panties, cotton panties, breathable material, you'll be okay. So, I'm just like, what the hell? And you know, it's kind of like, I saw this as a reference when Bird Box came out and everybody was like, well, if people know it's something killing them outside, why are people going outside? Hmm, I wonder why. <laughs> it's some shit in there killing people, and people don't want to put no mask on. I'm confusion. I am confused. You can't help people who want to help themselves, child. You just got to let them learn the hard way. All right. And it's crazy because you have people who are taking, you know, the necessary precautions to stay safe and people who have to actually be outside, um, people who work in um, first responders and stuff like that, people on the front line. And then you got these people who just don't give a damn. I even seen an article about college students hosting a COVID-19 party and there's a prize for the first person to get it. What kind of shit is that? Stupid. Like... This is not a game. This shit is serious. <laughs> I don't know if you understand that, but it is. So, I whew, I was baffled. I was like, Lord, they arguing about putting on the mask. You know what? Let's solve all of this and let's shut everything back down since they don't want to put on the mask. And then they ass won't have no way to go. So, you know. Because honestly, I feel like that's that's coming in the near future again because the number has like doubled from what it was before it is going up since states started to open back up and um honestly if we don't get this shit under control we're gonna be doing this again next year so i'd rather shut it down and let's just like kill that shit kill that noise all of it and be done with it but y'all continue to pray Continue to wear your mask. Keep your hand sanitizer, Lysol spray, alcohol, whatever you got to do. Just stay safe, people, okay? All right. And our last. Speaking of, I'm pretty sure she's one of them people. Karen and her husband, um, outside of their home, pointing guns at peaceful protesters. Now, you guys saw the video? I didn't no, see the video, but I read one of the articles. Well, child, 
first of all I don't know who sold them a gun but they didn't do no training because neither one of them know how to properly hold a gun I've never held a gun before but I know that's not how you hold a gun you never hold a gun with your finger on the trigger then they came outside y'all they ain't had on no shoes his pants was dragging the ground he could have easily tripped and the gun could have went off he could have killed somebody like it was just simple shit she outside with the gun in her hand one hand on her hip I'm telling you finger on the trigger could have easily slipped shot somebody dead and then the thing is the people weren't harassing them they weren't trying to get into the house they were marching to the mayor to protest about something so they weren't you know going at them they were just walking through the neighborhood but you know karen um they feel obligated they always feel threatened for whatever reason and they feel the need to uh protect themselves for whatever reason so i'm gonna tell y'all this um people stay 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 safe stay armed i don't got no gun yet but i'm gonna get one because shit is ridiculous and i even saw a video today this lady had her gun and was pointing it at this woman in this parking lot because apparently uh they almost hit they almost hit the black woman and I think I saw something about she hit their car like she hit the car you know you hit the car with some with your hand like hey I'm back here you know what are you mm-hmm. doing do you not see me walking like, and the beep, woman beep. got out yeah girl the woman got out the car with the gun pointing it and not only was she pointing it y'all she started screaming like as if she was hurting and that shit I feel like pisses me off the most because now you're making a scene and you're making it seem like I'm attacking you I'm attacking you when I'm not even touching you like she was screaming at the top of her lungs oh my god get back get back lady shut the fuck up and calm down what are you doing it's not that serious the situations where these people are pulling out guns on people it's really not that serious and I think we have a real serious issue on our hand where you know all they got to do is say they felt threatened and that can justify them for for killing a black person so I don't know what are y'all thoughts I just wish a Karen would I mean I'm just waiting I'm praying and waiting cuz they they must be stopped like why and then if it was the other way around let's say a Karen approaches you real aggressive you pull out your weapon the police come and they looking at you like you the like you the bad person like it's yeah just... baby you going to jail you black you going to jail there's no if and or buts about it but I don't know when she was on the other foot it's not you know same measures aren't taken and we all know white privilege is real but it's sad that it can be caught on camera and we still have to deal with it so i don't know that shit is stressful and it's gonna cause me to smoke do we have any trees um we do have trees Um, (laughs) i'm not sure what the name of this is i got this from a different state so um, i'm gonna call it the dmv i don't know 
Okay. Um, also, <laughs> for the segment today, I just want to say, bah, 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 it's our one-year anniversary today, guys. Ooh, is yeah. it really? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, one-year today, guys. I'm so excited. Time really flies. Damn, I should have had a margarita. I didn't know it was no anniversary. It does fly, doesn't it? I'm going to just sip on my lemon lime water. Um, yeah, so our first episode uh, last year, The Maverick dropped exactly a year ago today so shout out to us for doing our thing baking next to trees yeah i mean you know how we coming in these streets you know what i'm saying we ain't playing no games everything's still the same we coming to you every week you feel me oh my god (laughs) oh wow okay i'm not gonna get emotional okay Please don't. Oh, it's our anniversary. Oh, I love you guys. All oh, of you too, girl. It's our anniversary. Yeah, yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, that's not it, but I. No, you did it. That was right. No, you said yeah, yeah. yeah. What is they that? They did say that. You gotta listen to the song. They were saying all kind of stuff. Anyway, thanks <laughs> for all of the support. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, throughout the year. Shout out to you guys, our listeners and our followers. We appreciate you. And um, so our short order, we have, I posted this little post in the group on social media, Twitter and Facebook. And I wanted to get, you know, some feedback from um, our followers regarding the whole uh, Jada and August Alcina situation because, honey, let me tell you, that is the uh, main topic. That's the main course for today. Um, so I posted a question. Um, I wanted to know the thoughts about the situation. Um, are you guys down with being in an open relationship? Um, I asked, was anybody in an open relationship, and what were some of the reasons? And then I also said, somebody lying, but who? Because it's two different it's two sides to the story the truth lies somewhere in between but who lying so i got some responses um and well i got two res- oh my god i got three whoa i got four responses i was not prepared i talked about Look it at on y'all. twitter and this guy replied to my message as well so okay well we, you know what baby because we don't get them often we're gonna read them all okay shout out to y'all yes. for actually participating in the short order so the first one um <laughs> jamario says nope to open relationships uh august probably less believable but for some reason i want to believe him um and i responded and i said i don't know the smiths are some suspicious characters they may be trying to cover their ass we gonna dig into that just a little bit and then uh we have Catrell who said august is about to release an album i feel he only said something to be relevant not saying he's lying i don't know who would say that much in an interview and it not be true but it really wasn't necessary to me we all know will and jada have an open marriage so whoever willing um participate so whoever the willing participants are need to play their role and keep it moving okay that's what I said. Um, Tamika says, I'ma say, <laughs> she says, I'ma say, okay, they fuck who they want. Will likes bunnies and Asians on the low, and Jada fancies the young things. She came in the man life on some auntie shit and fucked his whole world up. No telling what he thought was gonna happen, but if whatever the lies were, 
whatever the lines were i'm sorry were crossed and you got this man in your position standing at cookouts and shit he young and probably thinking the blessing meant oh he cool with whatever until they are final not just a fling he lost his everybody back to back uh, got oh, which is what Courtney was saying. How he just had a lot going on. He got lupus, trying to figure out his life. Um, he's young, and he just had a lot, you know, going on. And she said he was a project toy. He just didn't know that was gonna be it. I don't think it was about sales, cause last year he made a whole song, used her gift in the video, and named the girl Jada. Jada middle name, which is Corin, Corinne. I'm assuming that's Corrine, Corin. I don't know. Um, he been told people, he been told us people just didn't listen. Which, we, like I said, when it came back out, I was kind of confused because I was like, is this something new? Because this is old news. Like, we had already heard about, you know, the little rumors about him and Jada. But I was like, let me watch the video. And then I was like, oh no, this shit new new so and then the last one we have from tika she says um no open relationship i think it's some truth to what august is saying but i know that they're not going to admit it i do feel like maybe august is exaggerating to extend to the extent um of their relationship either way he should just shut the fuck up because he's doing too much I agree <laughs> shout out to all of you guys who commented and then tave you had one yeah, um, his name is Van Vader on Twitter. Uh, he says both are adults, and I don't blame either one. But Jada knew she, he, Jada knew he had mother issues. She's smart enough to know that this would have turned out. Sorry, how this would have turned out. Mm-mm. I ain't down for no open relationship. Period. Because I'm selfish as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so um before we jump into all the juicy details of this situation and uh unfold we are our word of the episode is y'all ready yep relationship (laughs) what is it again relationship so one more time for the people oh my gosh she's trying to get y'all drunk and we didn't even start yet The word is relationship. So every time you hear us say the word relationship, take a sip. If you're over 21, you can take a puff. If you're over the age of 18, whatever you do, do it responsibly, okay? Okay, thank you. So um, for those, I'm pretty sure everybody has seen it now. August Alcina did a interview with Angela Yee from The Breakfast Club and he talked about his relationship with Jada Pinkett Smith. Now, in an interview, he stated that he was, um, ooh, how homeboy said this thing. He was so affected. Like, the love that he had for her, it was affecting him physically, emotionally. So he had a conversation with Will about it. And Will gave him permission to indulge in this relationship. Now, he did not say if the relationship was sexually or not. But, I mean, you know, a relationship. Man, please. Yeah. So he said that that's the permission that he got. He got Will's blessing. And Mm -hmm. then you had Will and Jada, 
who denied it and then also jada posted today that there is some healing that needs to be had i'm gonna bring myself to the red table i ain't never watched the episode of the red table talk honey but i'm gonna watch that one okay i have and i will be there front and center yes ma'am honey oh we should have a watch party but um <laughs> <laughs> i want to get your thoughts on the interview what did you guys think about the interview where do i start um it's okay so the actual interview as a whole i'm thinking like you said like this is some old stuff like it's just resurfaced and he coming out about it um first of all i don't think angela you should have been the one interviewing him maybe that's just me but i feel like I feel like the boy pussy whip, honestly. I mean, <laughs> I just, not saying he lying or anything, but Jada, she saw the prey and she attacked, bitch. Like, like he just looks sad. He look, his hair, I was, who sent that in the group? It was <laughs> Tave sent that food. The hair of a <laughs> heartbroken woman or something, because. Oh, just, <laughs> them roots. <laughs> I just feel like I'm I wanna kinda of know the motive behind if there is a motive, like what's the reason behind him coming out and saying this now? Like what made him do an interview and publicize, you know, how he was feeling or, you know, if he were to die right now he'll he'll be complete. Like what why now? That's kinda of where I'm at. Okay. Tave. Um, when I was watching the video, I was like taking notes on my phone or whatever because I was just like, ooh. I watched it the first time and I was just like, this sounds like a lot of calamity. Hold on, let me get my thoughts together because <laughs> very confused. Um, because I did see his red table, the initial one with them. Um, I also saw the one with Jada and Will, and she literally said, if we're married. We're going to be in this joker together. I might be on my end with whoever, and he might be on his end with whoever, but we're still going to be in this joker together. I saw that came that out of, That came out of her mouth. So then I had to rewatch the Angela Yee's video uh, interview. So the first question that I had was like, is anybody even wrong in this? Because, like, he should have known... I feel like, I, I don't know Jada personally, I think she would set up the situation. Like, I don't think she would just, like, try to manipulate him into falling in love with her. I'm pretty sure she told him that some type of dynamics. And he went to Will to talk to him about this. Maybe you should have went to Jada and told her how you felt. And y'all could have worked from there. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, he's, I feel like just from the songs he makes, from the song he writes... He looks for love. Don't he got a song called Looking for Love? Mm, I don't know. Don't go looking for love. Yeah, some shit like that. So why would you enter into, why would you be the door to an open relationship when you want something more solid than whatever emotional, maybe sexual or whatever she was giving you? That's like mm. you talking to somebody and you want a relationship or you just want to fuck and they want a relationship. It's just kind of like y'all both, you need to find somebody 
who with your same mindset. Yeah, yeah, or somebody, or she should have found somebody who, well, not found somebody. He should have made his intentions clear. But I guess it's Jada, so it's just like, damn, this Jada, like. It's Jada. Fuck them. That's all I gotta say. That's it. It ain't even. It ain't even too much to say after that. Everybody knows who Jada is. Everybody mm-hmm. knows who Jada and Will is. And then you're coming into this. I don't know if he was expecting her to be like, oh, I love you so much. I'm gonna be with you. But I'm just like, do you? It's Jada and Will. It's not gonna be Jada and August. Yeah. I mean, it could be, but shit. Why? Yeah, and um, when I when I watched the interview, my thing was, I was watching him and just his his body movements, and I don't know, I think I'd be trying to get inside people's mind, and I just thought like a really hurt person, because the way he was expressing himself about the whole situation, I was just like, damn, that boy feelings really hurt, like he's really caught up into this situation. And it now it would be some really sick shit if none of this shit even happened. Because I'm like, damn, you know? If none of this shit is even true, that would make him something. If he lying on Will Smith, I'm going to find him. I'm going to beat his ass. And I'm I, ooh, I was about to say something real. Ooh, listen, sir. He's about to get out of pocket with you. Well, let's not do that. Calm down. lying on Uncle Will now. <laughs> Somebody, he gave you a blessing. Yeah, I just was like, well, damn, you know, we really out here sleeping with people, wives. But, uh, like, I saw that video, what you talked about, Tave, where she she said it. We're going to be in this house, regardless of who we in here with. We're going to be in here together. And right before the video cut off, her mom was like, I always thought that that was crazy. Right. And then the video cut off. And I'm just like, okay, well, maybe he, maybe, you know, he's telling the truth and there since this whole interview there's been a lot of pictures with of them two together like snapchat pictures and you know with little filters and stuff on it and i'm just like hmm from yeah, their I'm interview like- he said that though excuse my phone it just dropped on the floor but from their red table talk interview with it was just him and mammy not mammy grammy <laughs> what's her name i don't know gammy Gammy, Gammy, Jada, Willow. Jada's mom. Maybe Willow wasn't there, but August was there. And if you watch that and you hear how he was talking, I don't know. He always seemed hurt. He's been through Some a shit. lot of shit. I don't think that the interview with Angela Lee was any different. Angela Yee was, damn, I sound like uh, Webby just now. Angela Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Charlotte McGay. <laughs> damn, I got some names on this shit. Um, but yeah, the interview with Angela Yee, I don't, I don't know. That wasn't any different. Have y'all heard his music? I mm. can't, I listened to his album. I literally listened to the all 27 motherfucking songs on that shit yesterday. After you sent it to the group, uh, the interview, mm. I was like, oh, he just dropped an album last week. Let me see what this hit for. And most of the songs, I really think he's referring back to Jada. Because it's just mm. kind of like, I love you, but I know I can't love you. So let's just... You know, move on and go on with life. Like literally, I'm like, you rewrote the same message, twenty seven different ways. You could have mm. saved the studio time, baby. What you doing? 
I think he was just a, in a very fragile state when him and Jada was doing whatever they was doing. Like you said, he'd been through a lot of shit. So to expose himself to this type of situation and end up with the short end on the stick. Granted, he already knew what it was from the beginning. Like, he was a side dude who caught main dude feelings. Like, you can't do that. You got to play your role. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to play your role. I feel bad for him, honestly. Yeah. Um... So let me do my next topic. Um, would you ever be open to having an open relationship? Hell no. You know what? I don't know. I'm not gonna say completely no to it because I'm just like, ooh, can I be the open? I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think like the dynamic of a stand like. The standard relationship from like 50 years ago is not the same way it is now. And I don't think it'll be the same way 50 years in the future. So I can't say I wouldn't be down for that. But as of now, nah. I'd rather be single first and just... But I don't know. Because in a sense, I felt like I could have been part of an open relationship already. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean... I wasn't the person in the relationship, but I was the the door. Like... Yeah, I mean, I say hell no simply because I know me and I'm an emotional ass person, and the connection is real to me. So it's like I can't be in tune with one guy and you know pot- potentially be in tune with another guy. Like I just can't help that about me. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather just keep it simple, stupid, and stick with one guy <laughs> and make life easier. And, you know, you never know what goes on on the other hand. Like, he's in the open, on his part of the open relationship, he meet another woman. She get, she turns into August Alcina. And, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, you never know. She might try to take me out or some shit. Like, some Lifetime Movie Network type shit. I just don't know. I, I'd rather yeah. not play that card. With so many men that we know that's, uh, man, I don't know, say cheating. Ain't shit. Hold on. Is that the word you're looking for? I'm going to say, uh, unfaithful. Do y'all think in those relationships, it would just be better off for them to have an open relationship? Well, they kind of opened it on their end without telling their significant But they said they open that shit is cracked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> so therefore, it's, it's not open. Like, open, we both have to agree. When you do shit just for your benefit, then you're just simply cheating. And honestly, for the men that we know that aren't shit, I don't think they would be okay with having an open relationship because what they're doing to the women that they're with they wouldn't be able to take it exactly they wouldn't so open relationship very funny to me yeah they wouldn't be able to take it but ain't nobody laughing nigga the fuck a kiki hell (laughs) so um open relationship for me um i think i'm kind of kind of sort of like tape like I don't want to say yeah, but I don't know what's going to happen in the future. Um, I kind of know how I am. And hell, it may be me who bring up the idea of having an open relationship. Because I just feel like you may have this connection with this person and y'all just may be great together. And that's just the love of your life. Like, you would die for that person. But something could be missing. Um, could be sexually and that's what I was about to say. Like, yeah, I you think want... most open relationships is for the sexual satisfaction of the satisfaction. other partner, yeah, or something that you can't get from your partner. Like, 
in typical relationship, you get it from the other person, which is typically mm-hmm. sex. So I don't think it's like, and you don't want to break it off with the person that you would simply for sex because you love that person like that's your soulmate, but you just not you just aren't getting the pleasure and satisfaction that you want and need from them. So you bring it up to them, be like, hey. You know, I'd rather be open and honest with you first than to sneak around and do X, Y, and Z. So, um, I I really don't have a problem with people who are in open relationships. I mean, communication is key. If that's what y'all both agree, you know, to do. And y'all have that great communication where y'all set boundaries and rules, then that's fine. Um, but a communication, uh, well, a conversation has to be had first. Like I said, anything outside of a conversation is just cheating. And me, I kind of feel like I was kind of in an open relationship, even though he was my boyfriend. Um, He did some things and I knew about it. And I was just so in love with him. Like, I just was like, I'm not leaving. Fuck this. So it started out as cheating, but then... I also knew when I stayed. So I don't know if that's considered an open relationship. I don't Did think he talk is. to you about it? it? was like, hey, I met somebody and I... Um, know. no, he was still kind of lying and denying the whole thing. But once I found out it was true, um, I was also... Start- I also started messing with somebody else too. So it didn't... It, it wasn't an open relationship. It didn't start off like that, but... In a sense, we were still together, but still also doing our own thing, if that makes sense. And communication was definitely not there. So that's why I said, if you're going to do it. was in a relationship of cheating on each other. I mean, yeah, that's what it sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't really think that's an open relationship because you have to have communication. That's what I say. You have to have communication and the other person has to know. I knew by his, but I didn't tell him about mine. So... Yeah, no, I think that you have to go I don't think you can like turn a regular relationship into an open relationship unless like both people agree because typically you should I'm not saying you should but I think it's better it'll be easier to go into an open relationship than to change a regular standard relationship into an open relationship yeah I think that's something you need to establish like right out the gate like, right like, while we here but then you have these couples like Nini and and her husband. Um, that's circumstantial though, because he got sick, and then that's why. From the, I don't know if that's the reason why, but he also stepped out before. So I think he might have just been like kind of <gasps> cheating, and then Greg been cheating. He did before. Yeah. So, but it was also because of his health or whatever. Like I don't think he could mm. have. I don't think he could have sex. Honestly, I think that's how she got... Because she asked him about it before on the show, and he said no. And then, apparently, she is in an open relationship with some guy from Baltimore. So, maybe because of his health, he was like, okay, I can't do the sex part, so... Mm-hmm. It's, you know, this is okay for you to do. Find so, somebody young and whip or whip a snapper. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> to each his own. Yeah, and that brings me to my next topic. Like, what do you think are some pros and cons of an open relationship? I mean, I kind of touched on it. Like, you know, pros, you know, y'all have that mutual agreement. You still have your mates, you know, who's there for you emotionally, mentally. But you also have that little piece on the side who's there for you physically, who can, you know, put it down when, bam, thank you, ma'am. And you get back to the, you know, emotional connection you have with your main guy. Mm-hmm. So that could be a pro. 
con, like I said earlier, you never know who the other nigga dealing with on his end can turn out to be a crazy bitch and you be on fatal attraction. <laughs> Maybe I'm just being a little dramatic, but that's kind of like a <laughs> pro and a con, you know, from what I hear. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Um, Tate, I think you got some uh, pros, what Courtney said, I think is a lot more. I was just thinking of things. I'm like, ah, oh, it's a hella cons because, like, you when you agree on this, like, you got to make rules with how you even step out because if you, from my point of view, if I'm in an open relationship with a guy and he's stepping out or whatever, you know, doing his thing, and be like, okay, you got to have on protection because, mm-hmm. okay, boom, he could get somebody pregnant. Now, all of a sudden, it's a baby in the picture. Mm-hmm. Or, like, I don't know. I feel like from a guy's point of view, or if he was in an open relationship with me, it would still be the same thing. Like, when if you're having sex with somebody, make sure he got on a condom. I actually was listening to this podcast a couple months ago, a couple weeks ago, and this is a couple was in an open relationship. They found another couple that was in an open relationship. They linked up. Girl saw the man's dick was bigger than her boyfriend's dick. She got on it with no condom, and he was sitting there like, what the fuck? She wasn't, she was, he was like, she was, you know, doing her thing, getting off and everything, and he was just kind of jealous or whatever. Like, she, she squirted and everything. And wow. So right. Damn. So he was like decisions. He was like, This is crazy. So he was like, you know, trying to fuck the other girl, but at the same time she wasn't like, you know, doing whatever. So the girl actually that he was fucking actually went and started playing with his girl. So he was just kinda in the room like Oh, oh hell no. Nah. Now nah, I got to kill a bitch. That's right. A hell of a con. That's a hell of a con. <laughs> right. So he was like he. I don't think they stood. I think they stayed together. But in the back of his mind, he was like, I really think because the apparently the girl is bi, but his girlfriend apparently was bi on a low. So I don't know. It was a lot of just mishmash. That's crazy to know that your wife received or your girlfriend received pleasure from somebody else. And let's just say she ain't never squirt with him. And then she got on top of that man and just wet up the sheets. I'd have to leave her ass. I can't stay. But that's what I'm saying. In an open relationship, you don't know what they're doing. Like, like, like you said, you might not be satisfied sexually with one person, and then you go to this other person, and then they just blow your fucking mind away. But I, I don't know. I feel like with women, if a guy can make me do that, I don't know. I'm gonna be with my man thinking about the other nigga. Like, god damn, what is he doing right now? I'm with this nigga right here. Exactly. I'm about to say, because when you get back to your main dude, it's not up to par compared to the other nigga, because you ain't going to do the same mm-hmm. shit you did with him. You got to have one hell of an emotional bond, okay? Like, some See? extraordinary shit if another if the other nigga's making me come and my nigga not, in order for it to be an open relationship, because yeah. I'm going to be thinking about... You're going to be thinking about him, even when you and your man are having sex. Right, and right. we emotional-ass creatures, and we, like, like damn. Me- mentally, we fuck mentally free. as well. Mm. let me hit him up after this (laughs) listen i would be like yo i'm just trying to figure out how to take this bitch from her from her niggas because we can switch we can switch out baby see fatal attraction (laughs) see (laughs) that's crazy that'll be on the id channel see honey let me tell you um and so the next 
topic that I had for the conversation, August went into the situation knowing what it was. That's Will and Jada, like we said. You're not going to split them up. Will has made it very clear that they're not going to they're not going to get a divorce like nothing is going to break them up and it's kind of like you know a lot of tv lessons we learn with women messing around with married when uh married men and they think oh you know i'm gonna get him to leave his wife and the lesson is he's never gonna leave his wife like you're just a jump off of him he's never gonna leave his wife so i feel like august went into the situation not really knowing his role or not really knowing how to play like you said he been through a lot and maybe he was really vulnerable when he went into it and he did the one thing you're not supposed to do when you're going in as a side piece and that is to catch feelings and then broadcast them in a song and then yes son son what you doing major l you're telling on yourself and then now you got two people who are denying it they're saying that that's not true it didn't happen and now you out here looking crazy in the streets man but if it ain't true why jada doing the table talk though Mm -hmm. well we don't i don't know what she gonna say shit if she made that part of their if she made that part of their agreement was like we can do whatever but you can't say anything and then he say some shit man she gonna get a cease and desist after this (laughs) yeah like you gotta be careful like You should just never. If you're going to go into a situation like that, do not catch feelings. And if you know that you're not strong enough to deal with it, don't put yourself in that type of situation. And two, don't be telling everybody your business. Keep that shit to yourself, cuz. Now you look hurt and sad and petty and and lonely. Yeah. With them colors in his head. I'm about to say, he need to... (laughs) Like, when he first came out with that little... I don't know. Shit... You need to go back to that. <laughs> and so I don't really feel bad for him though. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. it's. I mean, I feel bad in a I sense because inside I know that there's a a cry for help. Like he's really hurting on right, the inside. That way, yeah. Some gotcha. shit is really emotionally wrong and it may not just be the Jada thing it may be some other stuff you know he got his own issues with life and his health so I just feel like all of that together is too much for him to deal with so I do feel bad on on that aspect of it but like I said don't be putting yourself in these situations if you know you're not mentally um, and emotionally strong enough to deal with them because with those type of relationships yeah this like I said this this Will and Jada this just ain't no average Jane and Doe you know relationship you ain't got no type of chance over that player I'm just trying to figure out like did she give you a bag like I'm just trying to understand the Twitter <sighs> is funny as fuck they put her against herself on the table and was oh, like, "Oh, yeah. I see that." <laughs> Did you just lie about August? <laughs> Did you lie? <laughs> and and like you said, I'm pretty sure some rules were set in place. Um, if this really did happen, but like I said, he just got a little too deep in the relationship, and he just got his feelings hurt. So, our next, um, and final topic: What is some advice that you would give to August? In too deep, don't wanna. Wow, 
just need to be patient. Yes. <laughs> You gotta pull out August girl, cause not girl. August girl, August girl. You gotta pull out of that, sis, because girl, you're deep. You're yeah. too deep. Yeah, just back up, leave it alone. I know it's gonna be hard, but yeah, I would say this is what you need to do, right? Because you done made a fool out yourself. Um, you need to go ghost, go into like hibernation for a little TT. Stack your bread, write some music, come out with another fire ass album, fuck you a couple bad bitches, like around your age, and come back strong and let that hurt go, sis. For yeah. real. You know, I need to listen to that episode too to help you get over that. Let that okay. hurt go. Yeah. Mm hmm. I'm rooting for you though, man, but don't do that shit no more. Don't turn to drugs and alcohol. Okay. And no, hey, somebody need to watch him too. Like, don't I was about to say because he, yeah, we know. No. Yeah, hey, we, yeah. your life is valuable. We not being mean. Valuable. We just trying to help you out. We being you real. Are worthy. Get your mouth off the titty, son. Okay, <gasps> it's time to grow the fuck up. Okay, get off the nipple. Get focus <laughs> on you. Make yourself a priority. Raise them girls like you've been doing, and get back to you, man. It's it's, it's grind time. <laughs> I know that's right. Focus on and if you're doing this for publicity, you know what, nigga? <sighs> nah, if you do it, you don't waste a whole hour talking about you and you out here lying. For real, because I could have eaten my girl chicken sandwich, my nigga. <laughs> I, hope all your, I hope all that new growth break the fuck off. But we we not going to claim that. You, you, you're releasing. You're hurt. You're releasing. This ain't for clout. This, this better not be for clout. I hope not. <laughs> if it is, we're going to do a part two to this. Yeah, and we're going to you, roast your ass. Exactly. Every single word on your on your music, we're gonna go through every single word <laughs> and eat your ass. Um. So yeah, my advice would kind of be the same of what you both said, just to sum it all up. Um, don't be out here kissing and telling, son. If those are situations that you're putting yourself into, make sure you are capable of handling those type of situations. Don't be out here catching feelings for somebody that ain't yours. And don't be out here telling telling your business. Keep that shit to yourself because at the end of the day, you out here looking like a whole fool right now. You know? You could have been a fool in private. That would have been better. But now you're a fool in public. For what? For some coochie? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> A for a relationship a open relationship at that <laughs> drink people smoke do what you do do it safely so <laughs> that wraps up uh another episode of bacon and century oh my whoa excuse me this is the anniversary i will not that wraps up another episode of bacon eggs and trees we enjoyed you guys it's our anniversary y'all i got to go find me a drink margarita wanda might be tito wanda tonight or somebody but Wanda need a drink because this this ain't it. It's the anniversary. We gotta turn up. Um <laughs> closing remarks. Anybody got something to say before we do social media? August, grab your balls and remind yourself that you a goddamn man. Oh, God. <laughs> um Period. Well, I was I was just gonna say <laughs> it's been good. It's been a good year. I'm looking forward to another one and another one and another one. Okay, oh, yeah. DJ Khaled. BET going up. I'm so proud of us. Like, you know, we got a lot of work to do. We have come a long way, y'all. Yes, you want to know why? Because we got a good relationship. Okay. <laughs> yes. 
I'm proud of us. We grow the fan base and shit. The, all ten of y'all, you know. We really love y'all. You know. <laughs> but no jokes aside, we appreciate all of you. We got like our friends. They be on it with like catching up on the episodes. Diamond be at work listening to the episodes. About to get in trouble and shit because she be laughing out loud. Shout Girl, out to my dad. Appreciate you. you made it this far through. Shout out! Shout out! Shout out! Shout out! James, she will be listening. You know, we just appreciate all our listeners, and you know, for the people who participate. And my little booze that be listening. Hey, y'all. Oh, not the booze. It was on. It wasn't an S on the end of that. It was just one. That ain't what I heard. I'm about to say, bitch, you in open relationship? Damn, I, I did. It's... I did say y'all though, but yeah, I heard more than one. Y'all. Hey, little boo, how you doing? Okay, but Thank I'm getting my so mouth off that. That's the Social mm. media plug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of, I really like feel like potting right now. I'm not even ready to go. The um, social media. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody stomach growl earlier this episode. I won't say who. Say, my chicken is marinating right now. But um, social media, Facebook, bacon eggs and cheese underscore that's Instagram. Rewind, play that back. Facebook, Bacon Eggs Trees, the podcast. You got Instagram, Bacon Eggs Trees, underscore podcast, and Twitter at Bacon Eggs Trees. And hit up our number at 240-427-4507. Let me calm down. I'm too excited. It's our anniversary. You want to get that number one more again? Two four zero four two seven five zero seven zero. And why the hell is she yelling at y'all? I'm not even yelling. This is, this is <laughs> that was <Okay>. aggressive. <laughs> Bacon <Four> aggressive. <laughs> four two seven five zero seven zero. Namaste. And if you're from okay. the south, that's two forty. <laughs> 427 57 <laughs> I got that number by now I don't know what to tell you <laughs> don't know what to oh tell my you. god not the 57 <laughs> <laughs> alright yo That's for how- real. we gotta go <laughs> they tripping they right. trying to get through that phone number yo they <laughs> All right, guys, have a great week. Um, today is Thursday. It is the second. Um, I know y'all off for the weekend. Y'all off tomorrow. You know, there's no holiday. It's just another day. That's all. It's put it in reverse, Terry, weekend. Yeah, we, we celebrated Juneteenth, baby, okay? But whatever you do, whatever you celebrate, be safe, and we will catch you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.